Hi and welcome to the fourth episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and I'm a wedding photographer myself. Today we've got the brilliant Sana de Bloc, based in Belgium and winner of 17 This Is Reportage awards. Stick around to hear more about her childhood, creativity on the fly, the story behind one of her specific reportage awards, lying on the ground for a reason, having such a strong community of Belgian wedding photographers, story award tips, and much more. There's also a very small Game of Thrones little spoiler ahead, so if you haven't finished the whole series, you may not want to listen, but it's very, very small. Hey, Sana, how are you doing? Hi, Alan. I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us all the way from Belgium. You're welcome. Very excited. <laughs> um, how, how's things? How's, how's wedding season um, come along for you? Um, well, it's been busy. Um, so I got a lot of workload left. Um, a lot truck. still to edit? Or? Yeah, loads to edit, but I'm yeah. getting there. <laughs> Fine. Oh, almost finished. Uh, and I got one more wedding planned in December. So... Okay, so quite, heading towards the quiet bit now. Yeah. And what do you what do you do in the quiet season when your editing pile is 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 done? What what do you do? You like to travel, don't you? Will you, will you be going away? Um. Well, not this year, probably. Well, I I will go um, visit a friend uh, in San Francisco in December. Oh, nice. Um, Have you been yeah. there before? No, I haven't. Um. So it should be lots of fun. Um, looking forward to it. And then normally I was going to go to, I was thinking of going to Sri Lanka, uh, but I bought an apartment this summer. So I'm probably going to skip holidays and just work in the apartment. So I'm able to get my, get a place of my own. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. On houses, apartments, they take up so much money and time as well. Yes, exactly. So should invest in that. Cool. So I would like you, a bit randomly again, but to, to take <laughs> us back to your childhood. Did you did you always want to be a photographer? Um, well, no. I wanted to, I wanted to be everything. I think. Do you have Do you have these like friends books that you have to fill in? Like when I was a child in Belgium, we had these little books that you would give to your friends, and then there were these these questions. Um, for your friends to fill in so you get to know them better and then what I wish for you or my dad does this as a job and my mom does this and I want to be this when I grow up and I think in every single book my friends gave me I wrote something completely different <laughs> okay okay so probably a baker and an architect and <laughs> a baker that's a bit random yeah I know but then I realized he has to wake up for that really early <laughs> so... That is true, yeah. So I thought, eh, maybe not. And then I wanted to be a journalist, and then everything but photography came to mind. Okay, and then so how, in the end, did it, how did it happen? How did you get on this wedding photography roller coaster? Um, well, I've always been very creative. I always like to draw and paint and whatever. Um, do you so still do that? Not anymore, no. I should. I really want to, but it's... I'll explain later why I, I'm not doing that as much anymore. Okay, sorry. Cool. Um, because it's a little part of the story. Um, so 
I, when I was 18, I got more and more into photography and I um, did, um, uh, did a research at school on uh, Cindy Sherman. Do you know her? No, I don't actually, no. Uh, she's, um, yeah, she's an art photographer and she does this really amazing work where she um, acts as different people in her own photographs. So they're all self-portraits, but they're not real self-portraits. She's portraying or she's pretending to be someone else. Okay. Um, so she was the first one who got me interested more and more in photography. So I got in, got to know some more artists and everything. And then I wanted to go study photography because I was like, oh, it's so cool photography. And then um, my first year in college, I did photography. Oh, cool. Okay, great. Did you ever study weddings on that? No, no. Uh, weddings was like, everyone in school was like, ah, weddings. No, that's like the low end of the photography side. <laughs> you don't want to go there. That's for... That's for losers. Right, so I was yeah. like, okay, we don't do that then. But then <laughs> <laughs> after my first year there, I failed. And my teachers had been telling us like, oh, um, if you don't succeed in your first year, uh, it's a sign that you, you don't have it in you and you don't have to, um, you're not creative enough. You're not, just go do something else if you're not if you don't um, like wedding photography yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you I fail you become a wedding photographer so i went to do something completely different i went to study uh, communication management um oh. which was totally not for me but i tried it anyway because it's like something um where you can go all directions in after you graduate from it um so and i was in um i was in a student club which is like kind of a sorority or fraternity, oh, yeah. or whatever. Um, was this in Belgium? Then? Yeah, in Belgium. Oh, so okay. it's it's not like in America, like you see in the movies. It's a little bit different. <laughs> um, but we do have like student associations, and I was in one, and I was um, master of party. <laughs> right. Nice. Um, so that meant that I had to organize the parties and the events. Um, nice. I designed the posters and I also took photographs um, during the evenings where we had our parties. So I never really stopped taking pictures. I was still interested in, in it and I was still like trying to find my way and learn more. Um, and then... After two years of communication management, I started doing graphic design. Uh, I got my degree in that, um, but during my studies, I realized that all the graphic work I did was more photography related. Right. So I never, I could never leave it behind. It was, it was always somewhere there. So I think photography comes really natural to me. Um, also because it's a way with the drawing and designing stuff, I always had the pressure on me to have a finalized ID before I started designing anything. Right. And that's the problem because that's not how it works. Um, oh, okay. So I'm super perfectionistic. Perfectionistic? Is that word? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... The, for me, photography is a way of creating things 
mm. um, without having the pressure of having a full idea in my head before I start photographing it. Uh, it's okay. just, yeah. You're kind of creating on the fly every second of yeah. documentary whatever photography you are kind of creating on the fly and, and, and you love that side of it then, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And how did you get your very first wedding then? Uh, like everyone, I guess. <laughs> like friends. Yeah, was it? Love, saw me walking with a camera and doing the parties. And then they asked me like, oh, do you want to photograph our wedding? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I did a really crappy job. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been pretty good. It must have been pretty good. Well, I might show you something on at uh, Duck Day. Not sure yet. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obviously worked out well for you. Um, you're currently ranked third in the world in terms of lifetime. This is Reportage Awards with, with 17, which is incredible. You know, how do you do it? You know, so there's going to be a, a broad range of people listening to this. Um, how many, do you have any tips for just, I mean, general documentary photography goodness? Um, I think the most important tip is do whatever you like, um, do what feels right to you and don't try to make images because someone else made them. Um, right. And I'm sure I do that as well. I'm sure there's situations where I'm like, oh, I saw this picture from someone famous, I don't know who, but two men or something. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Always two men, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I want to try this and I get all excited and then and then I get a picture that's kind of like theirs and it's like, eh, it's, it's just not that because it's not my picture. It's not my idea. It's an idea that I got from someone else. Right, um, yeah. But I do encourage people to try and like replicate other people's pictures because that's a way of learning how everything works. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, it's, I've, I've, when I started my photography business, um, I worked as a second shooter for a whole year. Right. Um, so I got a lot of inspiration from um, Dries, which is the guy I went with. He's okay. uh, also a Belgian photographer, and he's like one of the best here. And right now I'm three years in business so I kind of found my own style a little bit more but I'm 100% sure that if you ask me to show me my pictures right after I went with him for a whole year my pictures resembled a lot of his work sure which is normal because you you learn from others and that's good because it it's it it's um yeah it pushes you further than you were sure but then how did you go on to forge your own style do you think no idea <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I found my own style completely yet even though sometimes my friends or colleagues they tell me like oh this is such a sana picture and I'm like oh yeah that's cool though what? isn't it I think <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a big deal when someone can see a wedding image and and know that it's yours yeah it is what uh, do you think it is about about you and your work that people can recognize you think hmm. we, that's a big question isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should tell me <laughs> <laughs> well I just think your work is so kind of clean and sharp and kind of impactful it's um 
but also I mean you're great with layering as well and just seeing parts of an image that a lot of people wouldn't see like that shot of um there's one of your reportage awards where kind of it's shot from low down and people there's it's like women that look like on a boat or something and it's there <laughs> and yeah and it's like the winds and and there's a lot of people wouldn't even see that I think so you I don't know you kind of see things that a lot of people don't normally well, actually, it's kind of funny story about that picture. <laughs> okay, because, cool. Um, so it was a, a wedding in Italy I did last year, and I was hired as a second shooter. Um, but we were actually three photographers uh, because it was a huge wedding, and um, the colleague I went with had another uh, wedding in Italy at the same in the same area the week before. Um, so I did the second wedding with um, Joshua and Wouter, which is also Belgium wedding photographers. Um, and I was standing on the deck and I was like there with my camera and just looking around, seeing what I could photograph. And then my colleague came to me and he said something to me. Don't remember what, but then we saw the wind and... I saw the skirts of the girls like sh flying up. I was like immediately down, in, down, um, down my knees, whatever. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing was my, my friend and colleague who was there next to me, he did the same thing. So it was like, well, who took the picture now? And I was like, I was already here. You came up here to talk to me. <laughs> so, I like, so I kind of called dips on that image. I, had, I never saw his image of... <laughs> what he did with it maybe maybe it was better maybe it wasn't I don't know maybe it was just different oh that's funny um, that is funny and I've seen quite a few photos of you in action actually and you often look like you're lying on the ground do you have that's cool <laughs> you know if the if you need to do it you have no qualms you're down there um well um I do what I have to do I'm not gonna lie on the ground just for the sake of lying down on the ground and for people to like notice, hey, I'm the hardworking photographer here. Um, it's just, for me, wedding photography is a way of um, problem solving. I'm not, I'm not just photographing a wedding. I'm constantly looking for what's happening, what emotions are here, um, what kind of moments are here, how can I bring them together, how, can I make one piece of it? And um, when I go down, it's on the ground. It's most of the time to clean the space behind my subject. Right. Okay. To get a clean background. Right. Okay. And that's uh, a really good tip as well, isn't it? Because I think a lot of people don't think about the backgrounds. Yeah, it's really important. <laughs> 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 cool okay I'm gonna go on a slightly different tack now what mm -hmm. is your favorite ever tv series um wow <laughs> I really love game of thrones um, oh yeah did you like the ending though a lot of people didn't like the ending I did like it I only just saw it a couple of weeks ago and I did like it and I don't know why people don't like it I'm with you there. I really liked it as well. I thought they got there were so many like loose ends to 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 tie up, and they did it really well. I thought. Yeah, and it's like totally in a Game of Thrones style way, like killing your favorite characters and <laughs> in, in a way you didn't expect. Um, 
yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert, maybe for people. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I'll have to put that in the beginning. <laughs> we, that we, be... did, we didn't say which favorite char character dies, so that's okay, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes, it might just be a, a dog or something. Oh, actually, which leads me on. I think I think I know the answer, but which do you prefer, cats or dogs? Cats. Yes, and you've got a one-eyed cat, haven't you, did you yeah. say? Yeah, I do. Um, his name is Gusar, which is Serbian for pirate. Oh, nice. Um, oh, cool, because of the one eye. Yeah. Yeah. I never gave him the name. He was already, he already got it. He's um, the cat of my um, ex's sister. So. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, but he's still with us and he's the sweetest cat ever. He comes to cuddle me at night and... Oh, yeah, I can't nice. say no to that. How, what happened with the with the eye? Um, it was just when he was young. He was uh, neglected, and they found him somewhere, and he was sick, uh, and he got an infection all over his face and his eyes and his nose. So, to make him better, they had to remove one. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it's sad, but he doesn't miss it. Sometimes, only sometimes, when you see him hunting, and he misses his target completely, <laughs> just because he doesn't have. The same side as a two-eyed cat has. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, you mentioned earlier how you're speaking at Doc Day in Dublin next year, which for people who maybe don't know what it is, it's um, a, a unique conference that's all about the documentary side. Um, this is Reportage are partnering with it as well. So yeah, how are you feeling about about talking at that? Are you excited? Nervous? Um, for now, I'm excited. I'm. I guess when I'm going to be there, I'm going to be super nervous. I've never spoken in front of uh, so many people. You'll be so, great. <laughs> you will be too, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'll be awful, but you will be great. Do you get nervous in general uh, for, for weddings, for instance? Do you get nerves or not really feel it? Um, not anymore, uh, or at least not as much as in the beginning. Um this year I had one wedding and they booked me for 12 hours. Um, so in Belgium, weddings usually um, take up to 16 hours of photography. So you start really? in the wow. morning at 8 o'clock and then you keep going until midnight. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's the way we do it here, apparently. <laughs> um <laughs> But then I got a, an, a wedding booked for like 12 hours and I was like, oh, wow, only 12 hours, which is still more than a normal work day. But I was sitting at home and I was totally ready. I had my hair done. I even had my makeup done and I normally never have time to do that. So I was like sitting there at home. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go because I was like getting nervous at home and I knew I was missing moments that were already happening there because I knew the girls were getting ready together. So I just went a little earlier. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Okay. So that was the last time I was pretty nervous for a wedding. Uh, okay. But so for like the whole of this season, you just don't, you don't feel it? Uh, not really. It's a no. good way to be. No, that's great. Honestly, that is really good. I mean, I still get a bit nervous in the morning, but as soon as I start shooting, it goes and yeah, it's all good. So to, let's just go off on a different tangent again. In terms of, in terms of marketing and getting yourself out there, what's, what's been the most effective thing for you? Do you like the business side of our, of our industry? I hate business. Do you I'm, really? Yeah. I'm not good at it. And I know all the tips and the things I should be doing to get more bookings 
but I'm I hate promoting myself. I'm not gonna be like, hey, I'm here, book me, I make beautiful pictures. Um I I have I should I really should make put some work in it because I don't have that many bookings yet for next year. Right. Um I'm sure it will be fine. Oh yeah, I'm uh, sure it will be. <laughs> but yeah, I actually don't do a lot of marketing. I do most of it. I, I just post things on Instagram and I hope people see it. Yeah, you're very active on Instagram. Do you, do you actually get bookings directly from Instagram? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Oh, that's good. And that works out. So the, the other weddings that you do get, are they from like referrals from past couples and things? Or how, how have you got the business that you've, you've already received? It's a mix of everything. So um, I do get referrals from uh, couples, uh, other couples' weddings I did. Um, I also got some um, bookings from my wed, which was Oh, weird. okay, yeah. um and then sometimes they just find me on google and also in belgium we have a really um strong community of other wedding photographers yeah yeah so we get a really strong and good community um in the with our with the belgian wedding photographers um so that means that whenever someone else is already booked they will ask the other ones, like, oh, who is still free on that day? Can I recommend you to this couple? That's cool. Um, and that's probably how I get, like, 50% of my bookings. Um, and it's, like, it's great because it works in two ways. If I, if I have a booking, uh, if I have a date already booked, um, I just send it to some of my colleagues. And it's good because you're still helping the clients and they, even though you're not helping the client directly, you're still, um, you're still providing them with great pictures. Yeah, you are in a way, you are definitely, as long as they go and do a good job, but I'm sure they do, the people that you refer. Of course, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and for me, that's the most important thing because I know couples come to me because they've seen something they like. Um, so I want to do my best so that they, find another photographer that works kind of the same as I do. Yeah. And you, and you have so many to choose from over there. Belgium, you seem to have so many good wedding photographers. What is it about you guys? I mean, is there something in the water? What is it? Honestly. I really think part of it is, is the community. I think if you, if you work together and it's not, we're not, um, it's not a battle. We just, we lift each other higher and by talking to each other and doing things together and um, asking opinions uh, as well. Like sometimes I, so I share an office with uh, Joshua Dont. Oh, cool. Um, she's on holiday now, but um, so normally we sit here side by side and then sometimes I'm like, ah, I, what, what should I do with this picture? Should I include it in the in the uh, reportage or not and then uh, we help each other out this way and it's 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 really sometimes you have to kill your darlings and it's, (laughs) it's you know that your friends for me they're not colleagues they're my friends um because i know i can count on them no matter what um 
That is so cool. That's so great to have a community like that. And you're all so close and, and so sharing. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so our story awards in particular, you've had great success. You've won six story awards, which is absolutely loads. Um, do you have any tips or advice about what makes, you know, a really an award-winning story, a great wedding story? Hmm. I <laughs> think to put you on the spot there. <laughs> I think you j like I said before, kill your darlings. So sometimes you can have amazing pictures in your series and you want to include them, but sometimes they just don't fit whatever you want to tell. Um, so they don't, it has to be a, a full story. It needs to be um, a couple of photos. Sometimes you don't even need to cover the whole day. Sometimes if you don't have strong images from the getting ready part, just leave them out. It doesn't have to be that just choose yeah. there there are so many different stories in one wedding that maybe you can you could even like send in three different stories from one wedding yeah and that's, so that's, true. that's the thing you have to like choose what story you want to tell cool and you were actually a judge for us as well so i yeah. guess you, you've you've got experience of being behind the scenes that way um, and you you would have seen hundreds of stories then. What were the ones that really kind of stuck out to you? What were the ones that, what did you think the photographer did that made you kind of vote for them and want them want you to award it? It's, it's all, over a year ago that I judged. Uh, it so. was, wasn't it, actually? What yeah. These, yeah. I, re I remember one story that was in it. And in the end, I didn't vote for it. And I think it's interesting why I didn't vote for it. Okay. Um, I don't even think it got an award. Um, because the, the pictures were really good. It was, it looked like a fun wedding. It looked like there was a lot happening there. Um, and I was like intrigued because it had like a pool and, and tubes and whatever and bright colors and everything, everything popped. And then I went through all of the pictures that I selected again. And then I got to that wedding again. I was like, it looks like a cool wedding, but do the pictures represent it? Are the pictures cool because the wedding was cool or are the pictures cool because they use different angles or they use a different perspective? Right. Um, and that's when I had to say like, no, this was just a cool wedding and the photographer did, obviously did a good job. But for me, it was just not that extra in there. It was, there were good pictures. But there were no layers, no... I, in my pictures, I try to tell one story in one picture or different stories in one picture. Yeah. I don't want it to be like a, a comic book where you have to, you, you start with one picture and this is like one person saying something and then the other one is like the reaction of others. It's more you want to have that as a painting, like action and reaction in one thing. Um, and it has to be, it has to be a mix of everything. It has to be a mix of um, super close pictures, super far, um, uh, in distance. And I, I mean, um, it has to be a little bit of everything. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, great advice. Uh, yeah, really good tips. And I think it's important, as you say, it's it's not the location or the you know the fantastical uh venue that that makes a great wedding story it's 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 really is all down to the photographer and how they capture it mm -hmm. yes exactly 
What does it mean to be successful to you? I think for me, being successful is, huh, wow. I wish I got these questions earlier so, so I could have thought of good answers. You, no, I like this. What's ever in, I think whatever in the forefront of your head when you hear these questions, I think that's the honest answer. That's what's good. I think for me, being successful is being able to do what you love to do. Um, yeah no matter what. Um, so it doesn't even have to mean that you have to make your job out of it. Like if I were to have another job and I could do photography on the side, um, that could be successful for me. It's, it's not like this. Um, and I think in every different, in every situation, there are things that make it hard um, but that 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 doesn't mean that you can be successful with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I think that's 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 a good answer. I mean, doing what you love—that's that's so important in life, isn't it? And I think what's what we're so lucky to be doing something that we love in wedding photography. Yes. Um, yeah, and there are lots of other good perks as well, like eating the canapes. <laughs> Do you eat the canapes? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are canapes? You know, the little kind of um, little finger food things that they bring ah, out. Okay, finger food. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to a, a, bit, a bit more, um, an area of the day which is quite subjective for a lot of photographers is the first dance. You know, a lot of photographers capture this differently. Um, how do you approach the first dance? You've got any tips for, for that? Depends on the venue. Yeah. I, I don't have a one way to go kind of way um it's so you're not always using flash you're not always not using flash you, you vary it depending on the situation most of the time I use flash because most of the time uh the first dance is in the dark and there's no light at all uh but sometimes um for example when there's a wedding planner um involved they do have good, a good idea of how to light the venue uh, which means that they would put lights on the couple during the first dance as well, and that's when I wouldn't um, wouldn't use flash. Um, so okay. it depends on whatever they they do or what they have planned. Is it in indoors or, or outside, or is there a lot of ambient light or not? Or yeah. Okay, cool. So and, you approach it differently for each each yeah. situation. Um, what do you find the most challenging aspect of our job? to be hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the most challenging thing is there's different answers to that I think one of them is um, staying friendly to the guests and the uncle bobs and <laughs> people who ask you ask you the same questions every single week oh yeah how many photos have you taken yeah, how many photos have you taken? One. <laughs> yeah. Five. <laughs> and they're really bad. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's every, every single week. It's the same questions. And I really want, I want to try to have like these, these standard answers <laughs> that are really funny. So they're like, what? Okay. Um, but I haven't thought of it. I need to <laughs> storm about it. Um, 
but for me, that's one of the challenges. <laughs> that's funny, dealing with, with guests. Yeah, that is funny. It is important, though, isn't it, dealing with people? It's a really big part of our job, I think. Yes, it is, because if you make, I think one of the biggest parts of the job is being social and um, being there present, but not too present. You don't want to draw the attention to you as a photographer, but yeah. you still, you're still part of the day, so people can ignore it. Um, so they will see you no matter what, even though you still don't want to be seen. Uh, they will see you. So if they see you, you better be nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That's great advice. <laughs> um, what's more important to you, composition, light or moment? Most important moment. Yeah. I, do, I don't think, well, everything has to be there for a good picture, but you, there's no picture without a moment. Never. Um, you can have beautiful light and great, like, for example, if you're doing a portrait session with someone, you can have the most amazing composition, beautiful light, and then you have your couple there. And if they're not doing anything that makes me feel something, I'm sorry, but your picture sucks. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, or my picture sucks, whatever. I just need, I need something of, of emotion there or, or you, uh, yeah. That's the most important thing for me, the moment. Yeah, yeah I think that's a great answer. Great answer. Um, so I think we've got time for just one more question. Um, do you think about the future? You know, whether you'll still be shooting weddings in, in 10 years' time? Do you want to still be shooting in 10 years' time? I don't, I don't think about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I only started three years ago. So I would be like, if, if I would be thinking now, like, oh, I wonder if I would be still shooting uh, in 10 years. I'm like, I, I just... Started, I probably yeah. will be still shooting weddings or something else. I don't know. Um, but I well, try, I try to take it day by day and see wherever it takes me. I think that's a good way to be in life. What would you do? Do you think though, if if for some reason you did stop doing wedding photography, would it would it definitely be photography related, or do you have another kind of side skill that you're really good at and that you'd monetize? Mm, I know. I think. I will always go back to photography, but if my if this wouldn't work out, I think I would just go back to serving people in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would work out as well. That'd be good. You know what? The, my my daughter wants to be a waitress when she grows up, so that's a yeah, good job. See? Yeah, I did it for eight or ten years when I was studying to make some money on the side. Right. Um, and I. I really liked it because you go somewhere, you you have some exercise because you're walking all day, and then you talk to people, you get outside when it's sunny, and <laughs> when the day is done, you go home and you don't have anything to do anymore. No more administration to do. Just you're you're actually really selling it. That does sound really good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you think that helped with your your people side actually of, of being being a waitress? Did that help with your people skills? Probably a little bit. I I think um, I think when you're a waitress, you get to deal with the same questions over and over again <laughs> as well. Like that's true. Um, 
you will always ask people when they're done, like, um, was everything uh, good for you? Was everything all right? Um, and then in Belgium, people have this way of saying, like, yeah, I finished my plate, so it had to be good, right? They always <laughs> say the same thing. And it's like, yeah, I know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like, maybe if you didn't finish it you, and you were, it was too, it was too much, it, you're, you're full before you could finish your plate. It's like, that's also a valid thing to say but oh, yeah, for some reason they don't think that way <laughs> oh that's funny oh, oh sana honestly that thank you so much for for that that was that was a great session really great really interesting bits and bits of gold in there it was it was brilliant thank you you're welcome i'm glad i got to share some things with you Oh, it's brilliant. I think people are going to love that. And uh, people who are listening on iTunes or other podcast services, if you go to the website, we'll put Sana's um, Rapportage Ward image on the boat so you can look at that as, as you're listening as well. Um, and I'll put links to your website and um, come to Doc Day. In, although it's sold out. It's sold out, isn't it? It's sold out. Yes. Yeah. Um, so don't come to Doc Day then. But maybe <laughs> Red, they might release some more tickets and you'll be able to hear uh, Sana talk. And I'm looking forward to seeing you talk and meeting you in the flesh as well. Yes, me too. I'm so excited. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the fourth episode of our This Is Reportage podcast. If you enjoyed it, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes to be notified when each new weekly episode is ready, bringing you advice, tips and backstories from some of the world's best photographers each week. You can also head to thisisreportage.com to find a full transcript of this episode, including the specific reportage award that Sana talks about. And if you're not already a member of TIR, check out all the benefits of joining us. We're all about promoting the very best in documentary wedding photography, and members receive lots of benefits, including 60 reportage award entries and 18 story award entries per year, an unlimited number of images shown on your profile, exclusive discounts on wedding photography-related products, invites to our physical meetups and parties, and much more. No poses, nothing staged. This is Repertage. And this is bye for now. Mm-hmm.